What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode number three. I'm your host, Wesley Hill, joined with my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, as well as Mr. Jerry Turner is on the podcast, and the movement specialist, Mr. Justin Ryan. We're going to be talking all things keeping up with your body today as a hunter, as well as we're going to go in and talk about the trade shows, and you guys are going to have the opportunity to meet the new Cruiser Outdoors team. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? What up? What's going on? Episode number three. We have officially five left before we're no longer part of the 98%. Whoa. A couple more to go. Justin, I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. Hunter, appreciate you being on it. No problem, Mr. brother. Mr. Jerry, welcome back. You guys excited for this one? Oh, yeah. This one's going to be fun. So I'm going to jump into it. Justin, I want to talk to you about everything that you're doing with the movement specialist. So I'm going to go ahead and give you your... Uh, one minute sales pitch, and then we're gonna go into it. <laughs> One minute. All right, sell me this pen. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, um, you know, a lot of these guys didn't have any knowledge of what I did before they met me. Yeah. Um, ideally, you know, you want to stay in tip top shape, you know, um, and a lot of people's not really in tune with what's going on. You know, you're pulling, you're waking up, you're stretching, you're an old Buick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the stuff that I do really just attacks those small little kinks and, uh, things we work out, you know, every day we get tight traps, you know, and, um, it may not even know it. Yeah. 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 Legs, you know, as soon as you wake up, they load, you know, they're going to be tight. Um, so what I do in, uh, my normal day job or whatnot, uh, so, um, I do something called body tempering first 40 in the world. Yep. Um, which ba- I want to go into detail about that in just a minute. Yeah. Basically, the idea is to get you more mobile, all right? And, I mean, saddle hunting is all about the mobility. Yeah. So, But, yeah, the idea here is to keep you moving. You want yeah. to be able to get to that tree. You want to be able to climb. You want to be able to drag that deer out. And you want to be able to stay focused on what you're doing, not worry about a kink in your neck, you know. Um, but otherwise, you know, I've – Worked on all you guys, so you kind of know how it feels. Yeah. You know, you kind of oh. know what the, the after effect feels like. And until you get that after effect, you don't understand how bad of a shape you're in. Yeah, that's something that I've really thought has been interesting about it. it, especially because I never thought I had problems with mobility until I went and saw you. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that's wild is it's like you're sitting there and you're messing with my shoulder, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second, I can move this two to three times more than I could before. More range. Just in, yeah, just in one session, which is just wild to me. Yeah. Or it's just like, I don't even know what this muscle is right here, but when you grab it and you pull it, like that, <laughs> that's just... Don't that's tell just Hunter. Don't your saddlebag muscles. Don't, don't tell Hunter yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which experience just, this. Yeah, and then uh, I want you to go into detail as well about your past and how you got started in this. Okay, so... Um, I did a lot of lifting, a lot of gym stuff. Uh, 15 years old, 310 pounds of uh, no muscle at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so got in the gym, started learning the things, you know, and I actually got a coach, and he was helping me. Was so doing, you were like a power lifter? Well, I was just doing bodybuilding right. to begin with. You know, I was just doing gotcha. – I would watch people in the gym like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. 
you know. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> like everybody else, I'm going to go to YouTube and be like, okay, that's what I'm going to do today. Oh, yeah, of course. No, no idea. You know, I was screwing myself up. And um, a guy watched me one day. He said, uh, man, you're pretty strong. He said, won't you let me coach you? I said, I don't know. I, I don't want to do any of that, you know. At this point in time, I've went from 310 to 181 pounds on my own, you know, through nutrition, just learning what yeah. to do. And um, I end up uh, tearing that low back muscle right there above the Ugh. glute almost in half. And, uh, yeah, good times. And so I'm going to the doctor. They're injecting me, and they're doing all these things. And It's not working. Yeah, nothing was – I mean, it was helping, obviously, with the inflammation and whatnot, but – they're like, we don't know what else to do. So I go to the chiropractor. I go to massage, the PT, you know, did all mm-hmm. the steps they wanted me to do. And uh, found this crazy guy online, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, you know, you got to do this and this. I'm like, this dude's crazy, but I kind of like him, you know. So I was like, told my buddy, I said, I'll pay for the way. If you'll take me to South Carolina, I need to meet this guy. And uh, we headed down or whatnot, and – he introduced me to body temper, and he used this giant roller and just crushed me into the ground, 200 pounds on my back. I thought he re-injured me, to be honest. <laughs> and, I mean, prior to this, I couldn't even put a sock on. No lie. Like, I yeah. just could not do it. So it was like that's I, exactly, I was substantial. I was in bad shape. And that's exactly where I was before I went and saw you because we went fishing, and I jumped a little too down, like a little <laughs> – it, it was a big jump. Were you jumping out of the boat or no? We were we were trying to get out like into the river bank to actually fish, but gotcha. there was like a little ledge that I had to jump off, and I jumped and I was like, "Wait a second, I, I can't just... move my back," and I was like, "Oh crap!" So I fished the whole day and then went like three days, and then I went and saw you. <laughs> but that's that's where I was. Yeah, I could I couldn't put socks on. I had to get my wife to help me put my socks on, which honestly, as a man. Is really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I had my uh, youngest daughter put mine on. So yeah. even worse, like, oh, I know I can change your diaper. Honey, come here. here. Yeah. yeah. Do you care to put this on? You know, <laughs> like, all right, what do I got to do? But honestly, uh, he did a few things. And within 30 minutes, I could palm the ground. And um, oh, wow. Yeah. I was just kind of like, what just happened? You know, because I'd went to lab school and studied med science and stuff before that. And I'm like, this, this if shouldn't I, be happening. If I could prove this could happen every time, this yeah. is something, you know. And, uh, of course, I come back, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, spent about three grand on getting these big steel bars machined and made for me. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be ahead of the curve. And uh, lo and behold, now they um, they were doing that at the Super Bowl on the sidelines this year. So yeah. seven, eight years later, this is, th- they this figured is out this doing. is the real deal, you know. Yeah. So we used that and, um, you know, throughout my powerlifting career once that guy started coaching me. And, you know, that's whenever I met Ed and all the other guys and girls that I've met along the way. And it became a huge thing. It still is. So so when prior to you going and getting this training or certification, there wasn't nobody doing it around here. Oh, no, not at all. The guy who I went and talked to, him and a firefighter, actually created it. They just kept putting concrete in a PVC pipe. And they're like, the heavier, it feels better. And they just kept on getting bigger ones and bigger ones. And they're like, the more pressure, the better it works. So that's how they come up with the idea. And then they went to a chiropractor and a PT and stuff and was like, hey, hey can you prove or can you tell me that this is something, you know? And here we are. You know, I've actually got the study from a Texas University proving that it's factual that it works oh, on the wild wow. office. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a true believer because, you yeah, know, too. Yeah. he rolled yeah. me out about three weeks ago. I mean, I've. 
I've had lower back pain for three or four years. Yeah. Remember I texted you yeah. the morning after, <laughs> and I was like, hey, this is the first morning I've woke up in the last two or three years, and my back ain't hurt. Yeah. Which, honestly, it's like it's it's a situation that almost wants to bring you to tears because it's like you're so used to having that pain, and then all of a sudden it's just, like, completely gone. Well, it was – I mean, not only does your body feel better, but, like, it was like give me more energy. I don't know. Yeah. It was a weird – Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, your overall, like, mental health is a lot better, I think, too. I think Jerry's a really good example of that. So, Jerry – I'm, I'm going to speak a little bit for you before you go into this because I want you to talk about your experience with it. But uh, you were, you had a session like set up with Justin, and before you left, you looked so drowsy and down, and you were just like, "I want to get done with this day." And then you got back, and I've never seen a smile on your face <laughs> so bright, <laughs> and you were just in full amazement. But I want you to get into that. Oh, I was super skeptical. I mean, oh, like, I was. Like, t- I, I didn't mean, believe. I didn't believe it was going to work. Yeah. And I went there. I, I let him do his thing, and I mean, you could really tell a big difference. Well, yeah. on, honestly, that's how he. You know, I went over there to pick my platform up, and he was like, "You want me to roll you out real quick?" And I was like, "Huh? I don't know." He's like, and then he went into you, and he was like, "Bro, Jerry did it." And I know how <laughs> like skeptical, and you got to do your research, and I'm like, "Hey." Jerry did it. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I can do it. I was still yeah. nervous, but you were the reason that I pulled the trigger. <laughs> so the best part, I think, for, I mean, versus saddle, you know, saddle hunting and stuff, whenever I first got the saddle, I secretly had my head, I'm like, I'm going to test this against low back problems. Mm-hmm. I'm going to test this against people who have numb toes and bad hamstrings. That's what I did. You know, nobody knew, but I was testing it against what I knew from a tree stand, a climber, you know, lock-ons, whatever. Just doing comparisons. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just doing real-life comparisons on myself, you know, and I would literally put myself in wrong positions to see. And I'm like, okay, can I fix that? And I'm going to tell you, like, from going to a session, something like I do, which I have workers that work with me. Mm-hmm. She's the one that works on me. Shout yeah. out to her. Thank you for that, you know. But, um, you know, she would work on me and stuff, you know. But when we got time, obviously, because we're busy. But I would go out there, and I'm sitting, and I'm like, okay, what's different? How do I feel? Is this going to be better for someone? And, I mean, I even talked to Chad so about you, it before. So you, you were going, like, super deep into yeah, this. Well, yeah. I, I, I literally bought it for it. Like, I'm, I went back and forth. With it. I was like, I think I might write some medical papers on this. Like, yeah. just, just have it out there one day and be like, Real life this stuff. Is, this is like a real life comparison, you know, and uh, also the reason I might just get me an Archon and run it for a season, you right? Know, just yeah. because right. I need, I want to know, like See I need the to difference know. between the two panel, right? And you know, low back problems. Let me just tell you, from what I've found out, a saddle is so much better. Amen. Because yeah. compression of the lower lumbar spine—that's ninety-something percent of men's problem. That's definitely my problem. It's yeah, same. it's more so in the hamstrings more times than not, and we sit right on it's them. When so we drive. weird. Yeah, I mean, well, it's relation. Well, you just, well, you head, just right? want, if you if I mean if you're not, you know, super medically inclined, I guess you wouldn't know that anyways. Because when he told me that the first time, I was like, what? That don't yeah, make same. sense. That don't no. make sense. But <laughs> then you actually do it, and you're like, wait, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just keeping people healthier and getting them. In the tree is the idea, you know. The comfort, 
cruisers got that handled. Now, if people take care of themselves, they're going to be able to do it safely. They're going to be able to go home to their kids or wife, whatever. So that's what I like the most about it right there. I feel like it's benefiting everyone. Right. You, you, know? you couple the saddle with being able to be more mobile and all that good stuff. I mean, it's a recipe for success. Yeah. yeah but and, I mean, you're truly more mobile that way. Right. Like, overall. And it takes it a step further beyond that, too, where it's like – out of everything, out of all the different ways you can get into a tree, this is for your body the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, even your one stickers, what do they do? You know, yeah. they reach down. You make a hard twist once you get certain past yeah. a certain age. And Some of them way, way me, down. Trust me with that. You make one wrong twist and something can come apart. Right? The idea is be preemptive. You know, mm-hmm. if you take care of it before it's going to happen, it's probably not going to happen. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's like me putting pressure on your hamstrings, let's just mm-hmm. say, right? With all that pressure, your body's used to it, and then it's going to respond and it's going to let it go, you know? It's not just going to resist it and you're going to tear it, mm-hmm. right? So it's teaching your nervous system and your body, too, to let go of things and relax, and it knows it can take that shape, and then you're able to move better. Yeah. But Well, go into detail, too, about what else you do beyond just, like, the rollers itself. So beside the rolling, we do so cupping therapy has been around about twenty thousand years. Yeah, um, they found out some studies like uh, Egyptians actually did this, and they would make them little bulb leaves, and they figured out if they put it on their face and would drag it around, it would keep it from getting wrinkled. Right, mm-hmm. collagen production coming to the top. Some people think this is a myth. Some people yeah. don't believe in it. There's well, studies both well, ways, but so is anything else in the world. Right. Right. Well. My little brother-in-law bought a little cheap cupping set, and he's mm-hmm. been, dude, his back looks like a freaking Dalmatian. <laughs> and he was telling me, how, what exactly, like it brings the blood to the top for the new blood or something? He was trying to explain it to me. So the thing with cupping, a lot of people say, oh, this guy's bruised up, right? Yeah. I know you see a lot on like UFC fighters now. Well, yeah. that's why it's getting big. Because people see We've that. done this for years. You know, this is not new. Um See, because I, I was one of those people. I thought, like, yeah, I thought this is kind of new I stuff. I thought it was a bunch of hoopla, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, um, I'm going to advise you with that new cup and set that you can cause blood flow to go the wrong way. Your heart only flows one way. So we'll stop with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let well, him know. All right. Let's not uh, mess himself up. Yeah, right? No joke. Um, <laughs> you know, it started with fire cupping. They'd take glass jars, and they would light a fire right. in it, and they'd deplete oxygen. They'd stick it to the skin. So, so it just got, creates like a vacuum So it creates skin. a vacuum, right, and that kind of relaxes the muscle. Now we're a little farther into it. The cups I got has got north and south pole, right? Our blood's mostly, oh, wow. our blood's mostly iron. Mm-hmm. So to create a way for blood to flow to a certain spot, we need it to go to there and pass there. In the right direction. In the right direction, and it needs to keep flooding that area, right? Because when you got a stuck muscle or tightness, what that actually is is a lot of blood just stuck in a muscle. Mm-hmm. And it's not moving. So you're feeling the no flow through right there. That's what you're feeling. And your brain automatically responds, says, hey, this is pain. Sends inflammation to the area, and then it's swollen, and it's not working correctly, right? So that's when it comes into the hormones, cortisol, and so, stuff like that. So is that due to, like, an injury or, like, lifting? Or, you could literally or it could be anything. You could literally just pick your kid up and 
you know, make your low back mad. Oh, okay. You know, real gotcha. quick, you know. It's just that it's just you wasn't preemptive with it. Now you put yourself in a position and your body tried to protect you. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a lot of points that you go to called trigger points, right? And then we go to them and we'll try to get those to let go from your mind. So, hey, let him go, let him go. And then you know how it feels. It, it's yeah. not pleasant in some spots. So you're just you know? busting the roadblock pretty much. You're pretty much busting the roadblock, but those cells turn over, they surface. You're allowing that blood to flow through. It's gotcha. Like, it's like putting WD-40 on a hinge again. You know? Oh, and it's, it's, and it's smooth. It's got to right? be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, WD-40 and duct tape. So, I mean, it, it literally feels that way, too, when you hit some certain spots. And then, you know, it feels different i mean you feel different it feels different it could run stuff through your lymph nodes you know you could spit stuff out your sinuses it's see because I've, I've never had cuffing done but yeah it sounds amazing oh yeah it, it's it's tough i'm not gonna lie yeah. and tell you it's like oh this is beautiful because someone's like whew, you yeah, know it's, it's, it's it, it, tough. it definitely oh, hurts a okay little bit. now we're getting into the meat and taters here yeah well i don't lie to you do i i don't no, lie to you. i'm like this no, is gonna I'm just I'm like, this is gonna be bad you yeah. know i tell them up front i'm like all right hey, this is this, uh, <laughs> this could or could not be kind of sucky yeah, yeah. i, I mean much. i was i was sitting there and then literally right before he puts on the cups on he's like oh hey, so just you had you know, a cup and stuff. oh yeah i did and i i gotta say it it helped a lot it really did and uh well, before I get into that, uh, <laughs> he uh, he looked at me and he was just like, I just want you to know this is probably going to feel like you're getting stung by hornets. Oh. And I was like, okay. Justin. <laughs> he just had a spot that was bad yeah. in my defense. I was like, yeah, no, he, he was, but he needs it. So. Yeah. But you, I mean, so well, obviously he already knew what was up. So. Yeah, no, he did. Well, and I want you to get into the scraping too because that's something that you do that I think is like really beneficial. Yeah, so the scraping is similar. I'm trying to get the blood to obviously come to the top, right? But you're really trying to manipulate that tissue and that fascia to do what you need it to do. So what fascia is a webbing around the muscle, okay? The fascia is actually stronger than your bones. Mm-hmm. So more, oh, time, wow. more times than not, a chiropractor can adjust you and it will go back. Um, now, sometimes it'll stay. I'm not taking away from them. They definitely have their place out there. That's a great thing to, you know, throw in the regimen. But... Um, you know, a lot of people think they can just go to the chiropractor and it's just going to stay every time, every time. Gosh, that's all I've ever heard. That's all I hear you know? my wife say. And I mean, I need to go to the chiropractor. And I mean, does yeah. it do good? Yes, it does very well. And some things, I mean, I if you come to my office and I'm like, this ain't my, this ain't my field. Go see him. You know, I'll tell you because I, I, I thought because chiropractice is kind of more like osteo, right? Like yeah, bone. It's, it's all bone. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, I cannot purposefully try to manipulate anything in the skeleton. Right. You know, so you want that fascia, that tissue and stuff to be loose enough. Whenever you leave me, you could go to them. And, I mean, it takes no pressure for them to put anything in place. And, I mean, that's ideally what, a you know, regimen I would tell you to do for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, that's something you told me because, like, my wife's got scoliosis and you brought that up. You're like, get her to come see me and then go to a chiropractor. Right, yeah. And, see, that's also, like, scoliosis, for example. And uh, I was just Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that hunt that – because oh, yeah. oh, I mean, I feel like it's not I mean, super dude, well, common, but it ain't. Well, let's uncommon. be real here too. I mean, it, no matter what we're sitting in, at some point we're gonna feel some for some sort of back pain while we're oh, sitting yeah, in we're a tree. All, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. it's human. You're gonna you're gonna have tightness no matter what you do, right? right? I mean, how do we live? We live like this right here most of the time. That's what yeah. we all do. And they can admit it or not, but that's what we do. Um, and you know, stress is a huge factor. 
So with the scraping and stress, the traps, you get a lot of impingements. You get a lot of numb fingers, people's, you know, fingers and hands going to sleep. Oh, dude. My hands go numb when I go to sleep every night. Well, yeah. scraping would be your plan, right? Because you've got a lot of superficial nerves up there around that. I just thought I had really bad blood flow. Yeah. Well, that's all. That's what it's going to do. It's going to push all that's going to bust it up. It's going to push that and let that blood flow to that next extremity. Well, and know what I'm doing tomorrow? Going to see Justin. And here he comes. All right, here we go. <laughs> Get this guy some water, please, and a towel to bite down on. Let's go. No. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no. Something else that I really enjoyed when I went and saw you was because uh, I've always had that tightness in my tendon in my arm. And I, I didn't say anything to him about it, not a word. And he's like, do you have trouble, like, extending this arm out? I, I didn't even do anything. And he's just, I was just like, yeah, actually, I have a big problem with it. And then he, like, grabbed the tendon. I don't even know how you did it. You, it for anybody listening and watching, you just need to go see Justin. <laughs> and we're going to have all of his information below as well so that you can actually contact him. But uh, he pulled my arm, pulled, like, part of the tendon or whatever you were doing, and then all of a sudden, my arm could straighten out all the way. And I was like, what the living heck did you just do? <laughs> so he straight hulked your arm. Dude, straight up. It, I mean, I don't know what it was, but, like, and he told me, he's like, why, why is your arm like this? And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, well, actually, when I go to bed every night, I, like, take a pillow and I put it in a headlock. Because at night, I'm keeping my arm extremely tight. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you need to quit doing that. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, heck? his bicep was holding it so, down. It yeah. didn't straighten for sure. He's yeah. a muscle specialist, part-time <laughs> psychic. Yeah, I, 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 it, he just knows his stuff. That's what's cool. It's just reading the anatomy is what it comes down to. You yeah. know, you can go to one thing, and, you know, I did that seminar today, and, you know, within 20 seconds, you know, a shoulder that didn't move, it moved. You know, it's like, oh, that rotates. Well, I had surgery. That's fine that you had surgery. You still have scar tissue, and you can still move it. And then, you know, it's one of those things, like, it's following the roadmap. Mm -hmm. You know, it's coming down, looking, thinking, you know, everything has a problem and it has a root cause that causes that problem. So it's really just getting down and learning it and figuring it out and know what works what. Right. That's wild. I thought something else that was interesting just to add on to is, like, psychic powers. <laughs> we, were, we were at a trade show, and uh, it was TAC. And this guy walks up and he starts talking about, like, I can't remember. He was like having problems. What in day his, was it? his thigh or uh, think, second day? I think. I think it's right after you left. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. We were just standing there talking to him, and uh, he said something about having a problem with it, with his leg or something like that. And then you were like, "Do you have lower back issues?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, I do actually." <laughs> and I was like, well, "How how do you do this?" But it's just the fact that you've spent the hours, you've you've done the research, you have gotten the cert like sort of sort of. Gosh, I can't speak. Certification. Certifications that you need. <laughs> I got you, that you bro. need to do it. Thank you. That's why you're my co-host, man. <laughs> but uh, in order to do what you do now, which is just super cool to see. A lot of bumps in the road for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hard place to get. And also, you know, I've had myself to work on too mm -hmm. as I beat myself to death. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, okay. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's get into some trade show stuff. So all of us go to the trade shows. Um, we're going to... I want to get back to your, your uh, hydro dipping as well. So for everyone who doesn't know, this is what Justin does as the movement specialist, but he's also got a side business that he is getting started, which is really cool, and I want to go into detail about. 
Uh, I think he's done about all of our platforms. Yeah, actually, I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. Hold on, i got to grab something, guys. All right, so this is The Seeker. Uh, everybody that is listening to the podcast, you will not be able to see it, but everybody watching the podcast Tune on in YouTube. to YouTube. You can watch yeah, it live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to YouTube, watch it. You'll be able to see. So this is the cruiser platform, and you have dipped it in camo. That's just a taste of the capabilities of this man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go into detail about it. So basically... Well, well, I mean, well, was you just like, well, I'm just going to start hydro dipping? Well, really, this was what happened. So <laughs> Chad, Chad and I was talking. He's like, man, I'd really like to be able to offer some camo patterns. And I'm like, well, well, okay. Gears you know, turning. You know, and I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, like I used to do Cerakoting a lot for a lot of guns. I was the only one. And uh, so I was like, well, let me see if there's a market for something like this. And um Got online, looked, closest one's Murfreesboro, which is about 50 minutes from where we're at here. And I'm like, okay. It's a long, sucky drive. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know, Murfreesboro's not fun to go to anyway. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, maybe maybe I'll look into it, you know. I'll, I'll see about it. I'll see what all it would take. And uh, so by Wednesday, I was buying the tanks and all that stuff, and then there I went. It's pretty dang popping. So, yeah, yeah, so, and I mean – it's going to keep me busy for sure. Yeah, like, uh, it know. already is keeping you busy. Oh, yeah. I've got, I don't know, some people may have seen it that follow me and stuff, but um, I, it's the first Mini Seeker that's in mm-hmm. Kuyu Verde, that's for sure. Yeah. And it's the only one dipped right now for sure. But, um, yeah, we threw the strata on that. I mean, it's not just throw film on water and put it in there. Yeah, you know, there's a, a process. Of, I mean, this yeah. is a professional. Yeah, a lot of people think, well, you know, you see some of these on YouTube. You can spray paint the water and you can put it in there. That's Which you can buy DIY kits, but that is totally different. Totally yeah, different. this is a different story. I got a 300-gallon tank with heaters in it and pumps in it. Like, I mean, it's it's, legit. it's it's legitimate. Like, we got blasting cabinets, the greaser, and I'm building a wash tank and stuff right now. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty much like prepping a car to paint. Right. That's pretty much what you're doing. You're trying to take it down to its bare surface. You have to prime it. You have to paint it. You have to put an adhesive promoter on it. You know, and you're using a certain type of film in which some films are only licensed to certain people, and you even have to get permission to use them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first lot stuff, it's a no-go. There's yeah. only one guy with permission to use it. So, my idea futuristically, you know, maybe we do come out with a camo pattern. I'm going to yeah. get a film made, you know. Maybe that will be something to offer, you know. Yeah. Jerry Which, Chad's call on that yeah, one, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the internal Cruiser HQ stuff. Yeah. But as of now, you, for people listening and watching, you can dip people's platforms right now. Oh, yeah. Platforms, and I actually just made a post about Euro mounts. Okay. Because I have a feeling a lot of people's going to do pretty well with this cold front coming here. Yeah. We got about two days, and I know everybody here is pumped about that. Oh, so. yeah. oh yes. You know, yeah, man. which we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. What about uh, weaponry? Weaponry, yes. As of now, I have to have parts. I cannot receive or take apart, disassemble anything gotcha. okay. until the FFL is complete. Um, so if you brought me mags or a stock, no problem. But you cannot bring me and I can't reassemble it. So okay. That might be a little bit of a process at first yeah. because, you know, if something was too tight, you know, we need to sand it down, whatever, you know, clean it up. But uh, so far, so good. I hadn't had anything really just be, you know, too crazy that I just couldn't handle. And for everybody listening, this dude 
super meticulous. Yeah, it, as uh, I would say, perfectionist is what I would say, but in a good way, <laughs> yes. in a very good way. Yeah, you definitely like hold your work valuable, and it this platform right here shows, dude. Well, it's it's great, but it's you know it's not you know it's I evolving. Mean, everybody sees it, and I mean it does look great, but I'm like, man, I can just pick out the little bitty things, you know. Yeah. But that's just how I am. It needs to be exactly right, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, Ryan Hydrographic Design will have a website up soon. Cool. Um, you know, I actually have a TikTok built in the background. It's private though. I hadn't mm-hmm. released it. Like I just been doing dip videos and everything. And I'm just gonna release it all at once. And I'm just gonna let it roll. Yeah. So um, that's awesome. And then as far as that, like people can still reach you through Facebook. Facebook. I got You're Inst- very Instagram. Avid. Yeah, yeah, very very active in the saddle groups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, the other side of my business stuff, it don't stop. So yeah. Well, that's one of the greatest things because it's like anytime I get on Facebook, I see at least four posts by Justin Ryan. Agree. I'm, I'm usually hitting the saddle people. Like, oh, yeah. They need to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, need I to know. I love it. Anytime's like, which saddle should I buy? First comment I always see, Cruiser Saddles by Justin Ryan. <laughs> that's what it'll say. But, um, but, yeah, let's talk about some trade show stuff. Um, all of us do the trade shows. And uh, I just want to ask you guys questions like, what is your things that you really enjoy about the trade shows? Um, and as well as what's something that you've learned from the trade shows that you wouldn't expect? You want to start us off, Hunter? Um, you need a second to think? No, I'm good. But, uh, I mean, I just enjoy the camaraderie. Of course, yeah. I I love getting to see their face, especially when the people that have never sat in a sat on, they're looking at it all wild-eyed yeah. and... They're like, I don't know, that don't look comfortable at all. And I'm like, man, just just try it. Yeah. Just try it. And then when they sit in it, it's like, wow. Yeah. This it, is really comfortable. Everyone's face is the first time. They're like, what the heck? I was not expecting this. But so uh, and another another thing is uh there's a lot of women that hunt. I didn't realize how many mm-hmm. girls saddle hunt, which you know, I mean, there's not really like a specific saddle on the market that I know of that's kind of geared towards a you know female body but we found that the Archon works really yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I, I mean that's kind of what I was getting to. The Archon, yeah. I mean, we've we've had a lot of success of getting some women in it just because their shape, you know. Yeah. The hourglass shape. Right. But uh I mean the trade shows are fun. Not I mean not only at the trade shows but the behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, just the camaraderie we get to have too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. It is so much. It's tiring. It's work. But man, it is. It's a good time. It's a good time. The, the amount of just like belly laughs, laughs. Yes, that I've had just <laughs> driving up and down from state to state has been some of the most oh, fun man. I've ever had. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, it's been good. I think the Ohio Mobile Hunters Expo yeah. has probably been my favorite thus far. Yeah, that's been a good one. What about you, Justin? I mean, overall, what I I don't know. I like all of it. Yeah. I mean, like Justin's a good talker. Like Dude, I, I like I mean, to he can talk literally to people. Talk to anybody. And I mean, how many people told me no and they bought one? Yeah. You know, I was like, okay. That's, yeah, that's definitely another thing. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna tell me no, and I'm like, well, let me give you what I know. You know. And I mean, how many famous people did I meet over the past few shows? I don't even know. Like, yeah, that's been that, something that's. I been was fun. just like, what in the world? Like, we're in Georgia. I mean, me and Jerry, Ed's down there, you know, and 
we're right next to the talk about it guys so you know shout out to them for sending no. people over there and uh you know seven time world turkey calling champion blah blah he does all this stuff for charity i'm like you know, I didn't even know. I just thought that's. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I've yeah. met the famous people too, and they're like, "Bro, you know who that?" I'm? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool. Downplay yeah. their, just, you know, famousness, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, dude, just. I mean, at the end of the day, they're just normal people like us. Yeah, yeah. that's that's something that's been hilarious because it's like uh, the Alabama show. Turtle Man was there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so funny because I'm just like me and uh, I think it was Ed. We were walking, and uh, all of a sudden, Turtle Man passes by, and I just like I go, Turtle Man. He turns around, he gives his call, and he goes live action. And I was just like, Dude, can I get so a picture? It was like switch. Oh, dude, it was like he was having a serious conversation, and then the moment I said that, he became like a whole different person. But it was just super funny, and uh, I just like, Oh my dude, gosh, that was him. Yeah, well, it's like the moment he said "yee yee," I knew exactly who it was, you know. <laughs> and so it was, uh, it was just funny to just like say, "Hey, let me grab a picture with you," and he's like, "Well, you're gonna have to like walk with me," and I was like, "That's fine." And then I just like ask him a question, he answers it, and then I just move on with my life, and he moves on with this hit with his. Uh, but on top of that, just like the amount of people we meet, yeah, it's just been super cool. Oh yeah, and then all the fun we have on the, you know, putting it up, taking it down, you yeah. know. That's not that great of fun, but the in between, let's go eat, let's go to yeah. Top Golf, whatever you know. Yeah, whatever. It's we just did. hanging out, and then you know we get to go and mingle with these people outside the show. Yeah, which has you been know, awesome. That's that's awesome. Just to make those connections, you know, we've made friends with people like friendly oh, yeah. enough. I'm sure that they would let me come and hang out and sleep at their house and spend yeah. the night. Oh yeah, too, you know, hundred percent. Yeah, we just spent three days with them, and it's like I've known them my whole life. You know. Yeah, yeah. Had some hilarious stories. Oh yeah, you stuff know. we you know we can't say it on the podcast, but some really funny stories. Yeah, really funny. Well, we can say this. I mean, Jerry had like a full on out Bible talk down there. I mean, oh yeah, had, we can say a, that. They had a full on out session down there at the other yeah. end of our table, and we was over here crying about something else. Last so, so Jerry put them to a, a he, he made sure revival. They, he made yeah. sure they stayed straight. He can He was. He's the one that keeps us. That's up. what I like about old Jerry. Mm-hmm. You want to go into it a little bit? Probably one of my favorite things about the trade shows is. You know, from the minute they open the doors in the morning to the public and you have all these thousands of people that just come wandering in. And it seems like shortly after they open, the whole day, the whole day goes by and uh, you're just talking to person after person after person. And you never know who the next person's going to, where they're going to be from. Yeah. You know, what, what their sort of things they're into. But you get to have these conversations with real people. You know, just normal folks right, from just all like over us. the country, and and it's that just makes it so much fun, and it's amazing, really. Yeah, it's really cool. And the the stories we hear of these giant bucks that people are killing, and then they show us a picture. I'm just like, dude, that's a dream buck. I know. You know? And we and we touched on this. We were like, bro. I mean, because they're like when we said we was like, they don't have social media. They don't watch YouTube. Like, yeah, dude. You just killed this freaking one moose, yeah. and that, you know some people don't care about that yeah. crap. Yeah. yeah, it's just part of it. Just the property they have, good genes, and yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, there's some people that just slay big deer, and you'll never know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's for a fact. <coughs> and I then mean, go ahead. No social media, you know, like yeah. you said. Like I didn't have it until 14 or 15. I refused. well, sometimes I wonder, like, kind of wish I didn't have it, but yeah, same. 
but it's part of my life now. I have I to. Know, it's just but you know, with business from a business and standpoint, friends, it's friends and family that far, you know, it's kind of yeah, hard. It's to, nice. But back to Jerry talking about just meeting different people and stuff. I mean, there's like I don't know how many classes of people that we could break this down, but the one that I'm going to touch on is like there's some people that roll through and like they hang out for like hours. Yeah. And like <laughs> tell you like their whole life story, which is no big no big deal, but I mean, there's some where it's just like you know, <laughs> they talk and talk for 3 or 4 hours and then they're they're gone and they make another loot and they Come right back. Yeah. Come Honestly, right back. we just need well, to get I mean, the podcast set up there. They'll come back, but they'll bring friends with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they'll yeah. Go, I'm not. I'm not people. saying it's bad, but I mean, there's because like some people when they approach, uh, you know, they either they're you know they hunt have a lock on or they're a climber person or whatever, and sometimes they come up and they're kind of I'm not gonna say hateful, but kind of hateful because they're kind of like. So skeptical. I'm not sitting in that or whatever, or blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, we've had people that come up and they're like, I'm not, I've seen that crap. I ain't blah, 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 blah. Oh, man, I got to tell you the best one. And then they come and they sit in it or they watch their buddy sit in it and they're, you know, they're kind of turning their head and they're like, ah, yeah, I might sit in it. And every time you can almost, I mean, you can almost guarantee that they're going to take one home with them. You yeah. see that light bulb come on. Well, they, I mean, that's the great thing about trade shows. You can go to one of these things. You can try something before you buy it. Right, and I think you that's know? a lot of people's thing. You know, they and and you and and another thing about the general public when you're at one of these things is something I've learned uh, just going to these things is that it, it's a it's great to interact with these people uh, because you you find you learn really quickly that um, the sort of hunting community, the sort of outdoors people. Uh, they're salt of the earth. They're some of the best people Mary. you can. Oh, I yeah. mean, just down to earth, real. They bring real questions, real concerns, and they're super easy to talk to. And yeah, and there's a low percentage left. And I feel like it, we have to protect that. Like that's our job. It's so weird that you can literally meet somebody that you've literally never met, and all y'all have to relate is hunting. But like Jerry said, like you can literally talk for like 10 words and you're like this dude is me and i'm yeah. him <laughs> yeah like we could probably go and eat right now yeah, yeah that's i mean it's crazy but it's awesome i think that's what i love about it the the best one that i've seen at the show and ed can vouch for me on this this is before jerry got there this morning all right so we're in georgia this guy comes up he's in a wheelchair no legs he said i just want to tell you guys how much we appreciate your cruiser sat on how comfortable it is, and I'm looking at this guy, you know, trying not to be rude, you know. I'm like, <laughs> is this guy really getting in a saddle? And he put on prosthetic legs, and he loves the saddle. He told us. Wow. And I was like, if anybody comes through today and tells me they're too old, they're too fat, they can't get in a saddle, it's uncomfortable. Like, no, nope. this guy, this guy right yeah. here, he literally has prosthetic legs, and he's going up the tree. There's a wheel. There's a way. I'm like, yeah. there's no excuses for the rest of this day, and I'm, that's the day we did the best. Like it literally was. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, and, and we don't bring the hardcore sales pitch. I mean, we we, we don't, really don't. We, we don't yeah. say, hey, man, this is the only way to hunt. Oh no, we, we're yeah. not reinventing the wheel here. But the one thing that we do know is that it's it's a great tool to have in your arsenal. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And it just opens up so many more opportunities for you. Um, you right. might as well try it, you know. Because I mean, right. they're I mean, majority of hunters probably got those couple staple private properties where they got wood 
stands that they built with their grandpappy or what you know and they're gonna hunt them that's fine yeah but like jerry said that that's kind of what i kind of not pitch but you know what i'm saying i'm like yeah. man this ain't the only way to hunt but it is an amazing tool right yeah, yeah. my favorite thing is just like when we when somebody comes up and says like you know, give me your sales pitch. I always tell them like, well, I'm, I don't want you to sell. I don't want to sell this to you. I was like, I want the product to sell it to you. I was like, just sit in it. Just sit in it. Just try it. And every time like we were talking about earlier, it's just that light bulb that switches in their head. They're like, wow, I see what people are talking about when I get in a saddle and how much more comfortable this is. But then, you know, and then you get those hardcore guys where they're like, well, I mean, it's comfortable. I mean, I've been sitting here for five, ten minutes, but how is it all day? Yeah. Well, dude. Sit in it. Just sit. I mean, if you want to sit all day, you can. I always encourage people. Yeah, and for everybody listening as well, uh, I'm going to let Jerry talk about the trade shows that we're going to be going up into for next year. So we won't be going into any more trade shows. It's hunting season. All of us will be very busy hunting. I think trade show season's pretty much run its course for this year. Yeah, for this year. We're we're pretty much done. Uh, We're just focused on hunting season, getting gear out the door, making mm-hmm. sure people can get something if they want something from us. Um, but, yeah, we're excited about next year's trade show season. Of course, we've got ATA coming up. We're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be at the – we're going to be going to the same shows we went to last year. NWTF. NWTF. Uh, we're going to be going to um, the World Deer Expo. Mm-hmm. Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah, we're going to be going to um, – I'm hoping they put on that mobile deer. Expo. Yeah, they said something about possibly putting it on in Nashville. Yeah, so we're yeah, we're be gonna awesome. be doing all the, all that we're gonna be making the same circuit that we made last year, but we're gonna add the one in Harrisburg, uh, PA. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it's the Great American Outdoorsman. Yeah, show. it's a yeah. it's like yeah. ten days long. Isn't yeah, it? it's a long yeah, show. Or ten days. But yeah, yeah, we're, we're gonna have a lot it. of fun there. I think like yeah. the biggest one in North America or the biggest I think one it's in the, the US. world. Maybe I think it might be the world. I well, Chad, well, Chad was telling. Well, yeah, I think the, you and well, Chad were yeah, telling me you're like, dude, this thing is gargantuan. It's a big show. I mean, they're bussing people in. There's a ton of vendors and we're over we're a thousand vendors i yeah. think mm-hmm. we're going back to tack bow shoot oh yeah so. I, i'm sure yeah. those are so much fun <laughs> yeah and then uh, i don't know if you said it but the iowa deer classic i think will be at that yeah. one as well so oh yeah the iowa yeah yeah which the i'm gonna segue into this so one of the reasons i wanted to bring this up is since we are not going to be at any trade shows for the rest of the year I want to talk about the dealer program and how that might be an opportunity for people to try out our saddle, you know, when we're not at trade shows. Yeah, I mean, so the great thing about trade shows, people people always want to try these things before they buy them. Uh, we try to take as best of care as we can of people that are buying things blind from us online. They don't know whether it's right. going to work for them or not. So we give them a 30-day money-back guarantee, 30-day size exchange. It's free both ways. We pay the shipping. Uh, if it doesn't fit right so we try to make up for that but we we've also just uh this summer we've launched our dealer program so people uh, that have retail uh, sort of outdoor uh themed stores whether it's a hunting store or archery, archery shop. bow shop or something like that um we, we've started accepting applications for people to become dealers for us and we have picked up a few really good stores around the country uh, but we're still working to get more coverage nationwide but there there i mean it's not there's not a lot of coverage at the moment because it's still a, a, sort of a fairly new thing that we've taken yeah. uh, on. But if you if you if you if you don't find that there's anybody close to you and you want to go try, 
um, a saddle on and there's nothing nearby. Um, if you've got a favorite bow shop or, or if you own a, a, you know, check us out online, uh, dealers.cruiser.shop, fill out the application if you want to be a dealer or, or you send us a referral. We're, we, we love to do business with people. Yeah, you do have a few requirements, too. They have to have a storefront. Can't they need a storefront. online yeah. out of the garage, you know, because obviously quality product, we need that type well, of Well, and business. we we want our customers to have a good experience in the store. You know, we're sort of, we're looking at small, you know, mom-and-pop style operations that mm -hmm. we feel are going to bring uh, the best customer experience. They're going to be super knowledgeable about their products. They're going to take great care of their customers. Right. So when somebody walks in the door, we... We just want the cruiser brand to be well represented. Right. right. That's totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, but, again, for anyone listening, please recommend us, any person that owns a bow shop that you think our product should be in. Or if you own a business and you would like our product to be, our product to be in your store, again, please contact us through, what is the URL again? Yeah, so it's dealers.cruiser.shop. That's where dealers can go and apply to become one. Um, there's also a, a link on our homepage at cruiser.com. Um, but with that being said, I mean, even if we don't have a dealer in your area, you can call us, you can get on our website, place an order. We're going to make sure you're taken care of. And, um, it's just, if you want something in the area that you can try on, um, local, if it's, you know, obvious, the, the goal is that we'll have somebody in as many parts of the country as possible where you can go try one of these things on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> that leads me to my next thing season it's upon us boys Ooh, it's close the weather's it's starting even to the, even the weather knows this is knows gonna be good up. this is yeah. gonna be good like you, 49 in the morning you feeling good for season oh man i mean i'm tired i've had a long week but <sighs> i'm so ready yeah just, week just got longer just bring me sure. just bring me the euro mounts when you guys get them oh yeah <laughs> we definitely will dude honestly i think the year, euro mount does I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're feeling froggy, I mean, it'd be a cool centerpiece just, to the uh, table. I mean, yeah, honestly, that would. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I honestly think if I end up killing any form of buck this year, it's all going to be Euro. Sweet, yeah. I don't so know what I, it is I about mean, it, but I love them. What's on the agenda for you? Well, I mean, we've got. We if it's brown is down, or are you horn hunting, or I'm. If it's got meat, it's it's dead. That's that's about where I'm at. I've yeah. got a goal. I talked about it the first episode too. I want to fill my freezer up to where it actually lasts me a full year. Oh yeah, that was my problem last year where I just didn't get enough meat. Yeah. And it, about January February, I started getting low. You should have three kids at home eating it too. Oh yeah, see it's that. fun times. I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm usually a horns guy. Like I'm hunting for horns, but this year, if it's brown. It's down. I'm gonna send it. It's a few, going huh? on the ground. Yeah, I'm gonna send it. Just get it yeah. on film. Good footage for. Oh the, yeah, I've, for I've got the cameras. Oh yeah, ready to rock and roll. The, yeah, dude. Have you seen a buck that you like though? Oh, I've seen a few that I like. <laughs> he's got a couple that he likes. Yeah, but he's got a couple that I like. Well, I knew the answer to it, but I knew, <laughs> like I, I got I, a couple I, that I like for sure. But I, I'm not. I guess you kind of say they're easier to pattern pattern earlier in the year, but yeah, I mean. Some of the bucks that we were seeing, you know, late July, well, early July, late July, early August, some of our big daddies, they're they, they gone. They're probably off yeah. rubbing, changed the fall pattern. Or yeah, kinda. but, I mean, we we still got a couple locals that are, you know, Good with deer. a bow, it's definitely game on. With a rifle or something, uh, mm -hmm. let yeah. them grow. But, yeah, I mean, 
down there. My dad's the old. He's the sheriff, the warden, all that good stuff. So hey, he's the one that, that babies them. So yeah. he says what goes and what don't. Yeah, yeah. We uh, I got permission on a property that I'm super excited about because the guy's a farmer, and he grows like pumpkins, okra, all this stuff, and all for the farm. The heck out of there! He wants them out of there. So the these uh, <laughs> first couple <laughs> weeks. I'm thinking we're all sitting in one blind, <laughs> and uh, we're we're gonna be laying them down. He said, "Death dart." Going what about out. you, Justin? Uh, I'll probably shoot a doe right off the bat. That's, so what, I, that's what that's what I usually do. And you know, now there's one buck. I call him Clyde. You know, I've watched him for a while. So if Clyde tries by, it's over. Yeah, it's over. He's a good deer. Clyde's but, gonna die. Yeah. Sorry about that. He's got a bunch of buddies with him too, though. There's some good ones, but he—I don't know. I just like him. You unfortunate know? for him. Yeah, unfortunate for him. I hope. <laughs> the—I uh, don't know how far you want to go into detail about this, but I know you got a certain other type of animal on camera as well. So he stopped showing up. So Did he I'm not, really? I'm not really sure. What is it? The big bear. Big bear. Big bear. Oh, smoky like, the bear. Like three, four hundred pound giant. Oh wow! Eat the feeder, like eat it. You know it's huge. So a nice living room rug. Yeah, well that's what I was thinking. You (laughs) know, and it'd be awesome. And it'd be so cool. (laughs) And it's a buddy's property, but you know I help him manage it. I'm the only one that'll ever go up there and help him cut trees and you know plant and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. he's like, you get first call. So well, if he kills this thing, maybe he needs to make like a like a jacket or he can like throw it over his head oh, and wear just, it just, so cool. just wear it around but speaking of different animals there's about 40 pigs down there the other day because i know you're i know you're oh, done dude, i'm itching to get some pig man. i've got i've got <laughs> dude i want one so bad man well they're 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 the wallers was it was ridiculous how long they were like i mean it was so obvious i'm like yeah, I just got here just in time. Ain't gonna be no Charlotte's Web. It's gonna be Charlotte's dead. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Well, well, Ed and I have both decided we're gonna try to spear one. So, oh, dude. oh, like straight Tim Wells style, straight up spirit from the saddle too. Right up. Oh man, nobody's done that yet to my knowledge. <laughs> so I know he's over here loving this plan right now. <laughs> oh yeah, he's doing the like Squanto, like Tommy Tommy Hawk thing. <laughs> but I mean, they were coming in there, and I had some last year on camera that. You know, we all was just like that thing is up to our chest. So do you do you have a spear? Uh, well, we looked at him. So we're tra- like, he's found a lot of really cool ones. So I'm like, ah, we'll just get one. We'll Dude, see. How, we'll see. I how think it would be even cooler if you make one. I might do that. I can make actually, you one. Actually, I have a guy that does that and does makes Damascus. So oh, he could real? probably forge me one and send it to me. That'd be pretty cool. Dude, I'd be. If it's Damascus, I'd be like, hey, just do the tip because yeah. you'll have like a $40,000 big spear. <laughs> yeah. It'll be okay. <laughs> It'll be it worth does, it. As long as it does it. You got job. like an old yeah. truck you don't care about when you just like weld it to the front and go through there and just <laughs> like a hay fort. <laughs> Is that even legal? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it'd be cool. It would, it would be really cool. I think. Uh, I mean, they're considered a pest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can hunt them year-round. Nuisance, yeah. And, like, if you uh, – like, I know a lease that I was on, the guy that manages the lease, he got a a permit from the TWRA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, everybody on the lease were uh, leasees or signees or whatever. So they had, like, a, 
a drop box there for all the – I mean, if you were on that lease, you can own 24 hours, night mm-hmm. or day. Yeah. Holly. Yeah. So, I mean, the hay fork truck could be – could be an idea. Department of Ag sometimes pays people to go and do that. Yeah, I mean, TWRA, like, rounds them up with helicopters and, like, blows the crap out of them with ARs and stuff. Dude, there's a, a brutal video. I'm not going to go into, like, super detail about it, but this dude. Kind of gory? Yeah. Well, it, honestly, like, it's probably a little unethical, but if you ever watch the video and you hate pigs, it's a great video to watch. <laughs> but the dude, the dude has, like, a good... I don't, I don't know. It was probably like three pounds of tannerite. And then, oh, oh, yeah. Pours oh, out the corn. Yeah, pours out the corn, gets 60 pigs wild up, and then dude, just there's one bowl. pork chops going <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. everywhere Have dude. you ever eaten pork chops out of a wild boar? Like fresh I do, pork that's chops? That's what I want, man. See, I've heard mixed. Uh, I've heard that wild pigs are good, and I've also heard that they're not good. You want to shoot one 200 pounds or under. Because but I, but okay. the meat and don't the, last as long, right? Well, like you gotta I mean, get to them pretty quick. I mean, it it like I'm if they're running, it's kind of like a deer in rut. You know, they can leak uh, over into that meat. You know what I mean? If they're if they're calm and you shoot them a lot of times and they go down, it dude it. No lie, Ed told me he did not want to eat wild boar. Like he was just not about it. I made some rotel at the house. I mean, he's just murdering it. You didn't tell him. Didn't tell anybody. <laughs> You know, and they're like, oh, this is so good. I was like, that's that wild boar. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, but the pork chops were absolutely the best thing I've ever ate off the grill. Wow. But that, Golly. but an old guy told me a long time ago, he said, if you shoot one, make sure it's under 200 pounds. He said, then it gets fatty and nasty after that. Okay. And that one was like 178 or something that I shot, which there was just a ton of them. I just, and I shot it with a muscle loader. Golly. <laughs> I creeped over a little bluff, and my dad's like, you better not go up there. You're going to get killed. And I was like, looked over. Dude, the, them things are mean. Well, I looked, oh, yeah. I looked over the hedge like a kid looking over a bed. So I'm like, peeked over and I was like, there's about 20. I was like, getting my gun off. He's like, you better not. And I'm just over here not listening, you know, typical me. Boom, just dropped him. When the smoke cleared, there was, I had no idea where. Well, I mean, I, la- not last year, but the year before last. Did I, ever, did I show you that picture of that one that me and my uncle killed? Uh-uh. During turkey season? No. Oh, I got to tell you the story. So it was me, my uncle, and then his son. And he was like, I don't know how old he is now, like 12, 13. I don't know. He's a little kid. But anyways, we get there late, walking up this creek. And on both sides of the creek, the creek's like, it's like down in, it's like a ditch, like mm-hmm. a seven, eight foot drop. So we just used, and like this creek runs right through the middle of this massive field. It's like 200 acre field, like the creek splits it in half. So we just used that to go up and down and just, we just walk up and down the creek and kind of scan. And uh, so we're walking, <laughs> we're walking up this creek and like, I look to the left and like, there's a bunch of canes mm-hmm. and like, I mean, it's daylight, but it ain't like, like the sun yeah. ain't overhead yet. Yeah. So it's still kind of grainy. And uh, I'm like, what the? He was like, what is that, a dead bird? I'm like, it's a hog. And dude, <laughs> I just started freaking blasting with a, with a 12 gauge. And so back up when we got there, my uncle showed up with no shells. So I had to oh, give him boy. two of my shells. So I had three and he had two. That's all he had. Golly. So like initial shot, I just freaking mow the cane down <laughs> and dude i emptied my gun like five seconds and we run up the 
bank and my uncle is like matrix like shotgun sideways like right over top of this thing just freaking <laughs> mowed two right in its head tss or just regular old turkey just regular old turkey load meanwhile we didn't know there's a dude hunting in the field like he's got his decoys out and all he like he just sees the cane rattling and like us i guarantee you he was like what the f- <laughs> is going on <laughs> and uh we ended up killing this thing and dude it was a freaking brute Boy, I bet it was over 300 pounds. Oh, boy. Golly, didn't eat it, though? Didn't? Too much. Probably too much. No, we did, we didn't. We didn't. Up, dude, it didn't. But, like, most of it didn't even penetrate it. Like, oh, yeah. They, they got, like, a, like in front of their brisket, they got, like, a, it's like a shield or armor or something. Yeah. Dude, it's like a level three armor or something. Yeah. Dude, it's huge. you cannot penetrate that crap. Dude, that's what I've, that's literally what I've heard from everybody is how hard it is to kill. But this them. thing looked like it comes straight out of Russia. <laughs> like it was straight razorback. Golly. He said, "This is a giant." I mean, do not recommend. Yeah, it, it was wild, but I mean, I would have never. I mean, that's the only one that I've ever had an encounter with, and it was a wild one. Because like this thing stood up and was like, you know, like trying to posture up. And of course, we got my little cousin with us. We're like. Like screw this thing! Yeah. You better step back. Yeah, no joke. Like we didn't even say anything to each other. Like we just you not carry a sidearm, no pistol. <laughs> no, he had one, but of course it was in his truck. Usually we carry it, but because this because up there on that lease, I mean, there's tons of hogs. Yeah, yeah. I refused to go without a pistol. I had a coyote come in and try to jump on me, calling turkey. One coyote. time he tried to get me. I rolled him down the bank though. And I'm like, yeah, we're not going anywhere without a pistol, you know. And then same thing. Like, there's one spot we walk back all the time, and uh, multiple times, big old Razorback Russians, they come out and they <laughs> stop in the road, and you look like, oh, and you know, you're just not fast enough. But I mean, I was they just walk dude, out and look, like, oh, dude, man. they're like full blown derby horses. I oh, mean, yeah, they can fast. straight get it. They are fast, fast. I love watching the videos of like, you'll see just. Five guys dressed in orange lined up, just going going to town on these pieces of ham. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just see a hog just start charging them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. They can, like, the cutters on that one that we killed, dude, if, if he'd have got a hold of you, he, I mean, if he got you they down, he'd done kill some damage. You. Yeah. Dude, well, last year we went, we went to a property and hunted Michael and I, and it was a buddy's up in Clark Range. And, uh, just we're like hearing something in the woods and we're all just camping and then all of a sudden this dog comes out and this dog is like mutilated. Was, and, it, was it that German Shepherd y'all saw? <laughs> no, it, no, I wish it was. <laughs> but we're uh we, we weren't even hunting yet. It was like probably one o'clock in the morning and we were just hanging out with a bunch of guys around a campfire. So was it a hog dog? Yeah. And I felt so bad for this poor little dog because this dog you could tell that his back. Did it have a vest were, on it or anything? No, and, and which dude? There's there's people in this world that just do not care about their animals at all, and I felt so bad for this dog, and uh, you know probably about I don't know four hours after that, so it was probably like five a.m. We didn't go to bed at all, and then right. we just went and hunted, but uh, you just hear somebody whistle and that dog takes off, <laughs> and I'm just like, what the heck? Hey, oh yeah, but. As mutilated as that dog looked, that dog was probably in freaking heaven. Yeah, he was having a blast. I mean, them things, 
they live for it for are, sure. Are freaking ferocious when it comes to that. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get you on, yeah, we, dude. We I want one. We know there's a lot at. Yeah, it's I, just I about getting. It. But I'm gonna tell you right now, their nose is better than any, even no. when it's stuck in the dirt. It's insane that they can smell stuff. The well, way I mean, they're like, I mean, they're like one of the smartest animals there is. No. How's the bacon on it? It was, I mean, I mean, I didn't get it this last time, but I've had it before. I mean, it didn't taste any. I don't think it was any different than. Okay. You know, it's ever every, every bit of it's leaner though. You don't get as much fat. Which I'm okay with because I actually prefer my meat pretty lean. Yeah. So under, sub yeah. two hundred. Hey, there you go. Dude, actually, people give me crap because I don't like mixing. Like if I make ground uh, venison, I don't mix anything with it. Tell you, oh, most yeah. people. I was watching. I've been on a bearded butchers. Oh yeah, I love their stuff. I love those guys, but you know, I want to try to process my own deer this year, so I've been watching a lot of them. Dude, I'll help you with that. And they said they, uh, I think they said they had like ten percent pork fat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't use any fat. And something I noticed when I'll actually make burgers, a lot of people don't realize this, but if you just beat the crap out of that meat, those proteins will break down. It'll become a lot more sticky. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I, as long as you cook it right and you. Mix it with some good stuff. Like, it's still really juicy meat. Well, I, uh, they said in one of their videos, I don't, I mean, I don't know how true it is because obviously I haven't processed my own, but um, they say the more fat, which our deer down here, y'all know, ain't real fat like yeah, Ohio man. deer that they were doing, but yeah. uh, they say the more fat that you leave on it, you'll get more of that gamey taste. And mm -hmm. I'm one to say, I cannot, I, yeah, I can't do the gamey taste, but, uh, I guess that's why they add the pork fat in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because obviously it's lean, it. plus it probably gives it, yeah, you know, it gives it the pork a fat is real good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's supposed to taste better, and then it gives you, like, a better consistency when you're making ground. Right. Yeah. A lot of people use that fruit and make a brine. You mm -hmm. leave it in a brine overnight, and it'll take that game taste right out. Yeah, or people fill do that with cool turkey. with salt. Yeah, and people and another, do that with turkey. Another thing they said about the game you taste, too, was, uh, like, when you're skinning it, just be, you know, take your time. Take your time. Be careful, because... Yeah. They say if you get any hair in that meat, you'll yeah. taste it. Yeah, it, you, it you, makes it taste gamey. Well, and you I can let, see you let that. yours hang. No, so they say that makes all the difference yes. in the world. It's a yes. huge difference. Now, I will say, once it gets colder, I don't have a place to let it really hang. I don't know. But once it gets yeah. colder, this year I am going to do yeah. that. Yeah, let it hang. Uh, they let days. it hang like eight to ten days. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say, say eight days. About five, six days. I was gonna say four or five days around here. Yeah, you're good. And they yeah. say, like I said, it makes. It they does. say it makes a huge difference. It tastes way better. I yeah. Think. Jerry, you ever eat deer? You've eaten deer, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's your favorite? He's a he's a venison connoisseur. Cube steaks, ground tenderloin. Oh, I love cube steaks. Mm. Dude, that inner loin, man. Give it two days. Dude, the inner loin. Oh. You know how calorie dense an inner loin is? Mm -hmm, I do, actually. <laughs> you would be surprised. What does that even mean, boy? Okay, so you know when you're, you you got a package, uh, a Coca-Cola can, and it says how many calories are on the back? 260. How much does it say on that? 240, 260. Just 140, Justin. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> 140, okay. So 140 calories. Wait a minute, how many servings? Yeah, how many six, say, that's probably like a teaspoon. No, it says one can. Okay, all right. I thought it was I'm more. a little shocked. I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was more. Shout out to Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, do you just, uh, just guess how many calories do you think are in one inner loin? I mean, would it depend on like the deer's diet or? 
No, like, there's just like a general, um, just a general number that people go off. Eighty-seven. Of. More like seven hundred. One inner loin is like seven hundred calories. Wow. Yeah, and most most people don't need any more than about two thousand calories a day. Yeah. You know? Oh, I eat way more than that. <laughs> yeah. Most people eat about four thousand. You know. So. Yeah. It, it, that's just wild to me. Literally. Wow. Almost half of what a day. That's why I need to be eating deer because, like, every time I go have my blood work every year, they're like, hey, liver enzymes elevated. I'm like, how do you cure it? Eat less fatty foods. Yeah, lean, yeah. lean meat. Yeah. And it's very lean because their diet, you know, the acorns, the greens. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And uh, so, what you've never really processed your deers before? No. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not really. A, well, I kind of am ashamed to say that. No, you don't have to be ashamed of it. I know lots of people that prefer not to do it. It's a lot of work. Oh, right. it's a ton of work. I yeah. did it and forever. And you got to, I mean, if you ain't got nowhere to get inside or at least under a roof, mm. yeah. it's hard. But, I mean, that's what I'm going to do. I don't care. I'll do it outside. Yeah, yeah. which uh, last year I didn't even have a garage to do it in. I just hung it from a tree. Yeah, that's see, that's how I'm, I'm going to try to make like a little H-frame mm-hmm. and uh, maybe make me like a – small wooden table and like wrap it in some stainless steel or something that way i can you know granted if the weather act right for four or five days i'm gonna let it hang if i can yeah. just because I, I i mean obviously there's something hard. to it yeah yeah but yeah. there's some people that let it like i seen this thing on instagram where this dude killed one in november and like he let it hang till like march yeah some people like and they he, do it dry like, cut it yeah, yeah he like like it was just like white it looked like mold Mm-hmm. And he cut it. I mean, it ate it straight off the. And he was like, "I mean, you won't get no better." Yeah, Golly. yeah. Get you a little come along. The meat the, was like the trick. Just the <laughs> meat was like purple. Yeah, but it looked so good. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll help you with that, dude. Bearded butchers have so much good content on yes, how to they do. Like that, I mean, I've watched the same video meat. like because yeah. that's my thing. Because you know you you see a lot of processors like do a lot of knife work these mm-hmm. dudes that i mean like they barely touch the meat with their knife because they're like i mean if you know where the muscles lie yeah, i mean you, you just can pull, pull them apart, right apart. Mm-hmm. yeah you can pull it apart you're yeah. i mean realistically there's only a couple of cuts that you actually really have to cut into the meat besides that like when you're separating those muscles apart you're not really cutting the meat you're cutting like tendons that mm-hmm. fat in between the muscles that's he, what you're really cutting i mean up. they go through and show you like you know cutting the silver skin off the back mm-hmm. straps and stuff I was ignorant to that kind of stuff, you know. The, sil- the silver skin is fascia. That's what fascia is in yeah. our body. <laughs> so that's fascia. That's fascia yeah. right there. The nice white grainy stuff. I'm going to call it fashion. You can't get it's the hard. skin off of it, you yeah. know, and you I have do. to really slice they it. They just that's flay it. it like they do a fish, oh, which yeah. I'm, I know obviously need a, a sharp knife. knife. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm need gonna, a really good knife. I'm going to get the ones that they use, the Victor yeah. Knox. Oh, they got them at Highland Hardware. Do they really? 23 bucks. How about that? I'll be okay. over there tomorrow. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Dude. I, I didn't even know they sold them, and me and my buddy was in there the other day getting something for work, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, these are the one these dudes. He's like, are those the knives that the processing videos you've been watching? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they've got some really good content. I'll help you a lot because last year every deer that I killed my buddies killed I processed. Well, I was going to talk to Chad and be like, hey, man, we need to set us up like a little – something in the parking lot or out not back, in the parking lot but here. out back yeah. where we can hang them and 
cut them up, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah, wow. I'd love I'd love for a little cruiser cooking channel too. I gotta talk to Chad <laughs> about it, but I think that'd be fun. Well, hey, it's a lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's do it. That'd be awesome if we could collab with those dudes. Oh, dude. Have you ever had their spices before? No, my dad has though. He's a fanboy. Yeah, they've got some good stuff. Did you cook those dove? You did, didn't you? You said that song oh, about the man. last show. Dude, oh, well, do you got your, some of their spices? Your wife did, huh? Oh, yes, she did. She showed you what was going. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. He was dude. like, dude. Oh, he's uh, excited again. Yeah, dude. I think he did get excited for real. <laughs> yeah, dude, Whoops. it was uh, it was pretty funny. After we came, did the podcast, my wife texted her family and her dad <laughs> and sent her and sent them exactly in the video where I say this is turning me on. <laughs> and I'm in the group chat, and everybody just laughed. And I'm like, what the heck? Oh, got him. Dude, but those doves were so good. Yeah, but see how many it took, though. Yeah. That's why I told yeah, you. Yeah, it only like, takes like a thousand for an appetizer. Yeah, yeah. like a warm up, like all 10 of us needed to make sure we shoot our limit, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, which we need, to, we need to get back out there. Yeah. Hunter's got to join us, too. Yeah. Well, the only bad thing right now is, though, the. This dip in the temperature, man, it kills the flying. Oh, yeah. I'm done with birds this year. Does it really? Oh, yeah. yeah. The cooler it gets, I'm not a dove expert, but everybody that I've talked to said when the temperature starts dropping, they just don't fly. Yeah. Dece- as much. De- December will be bird time again. Okay. I was fixing to say, they have another two or three more dove seasons. They have one in I, like the end I don't know. of October. I just know ducks. December I just know yeah, duck. mostly just duck then. <laughs> I know duck comes in around then. I don't do ducks. Well, I didn't until last year, but it was, it was pretty fun. It's kind of like dove hunting, though. Like mm-hmm. it, I don't know. Like I've I've it been duck hard. hunting before, but it was when I was like really, 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 really young. Yeah. And dude, I froze to death. Dude, we literally stood next to Gosh. a pond with this guy's dog, my buddy, and uh, like they was just flying into this farm pond. And they just come zooming in, just boom, boom, boom. Dog went out there and got him. I was like, this is too easy. But it's oh, like, so they were like, so it's kind of like dove hunting, farm you know, in ducks. A sense. Well, I mean, they was just landing in these fields of water. He just knew where they would land. I mean, he'd already scouted it. And I was like, this is pretty easy. It's pretty cool right here. I'm just standing out here and hanging out. So, you know, pretty fun. Shoot. Well, that gets me excited. All right, well, I'm going to move on to something else. And uh, sadly, everybody's got to get up from their chairs. I'm going right. to uh, bring in some people and introduce them. Bring them in. Bring them in. You guys will be back here in just a second. All right. Sounds cool. Go ahead, guys. Come on up. I'm going to stay, though. I'm the host. All right, so for everybody listening, we've got some guys coming up on the table right now. You guys can just sit wherever you want to. Just grab those headphones. All right. So, you guys guys are officially the Cruiser Outdoors team. That's right. How does that make you feel? Pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. I'm going to start with you. Introduce yourself. I'm Jace. I'm from Morristown, Tennessee. Get a little bit closer to Mike. It's about an hour east of Knoxville. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a pretty cool place. Okay. Um, yeah. You going to Tech? I am going to Tech. I'm a freshman, structural engineering at the moment. Okay. We'll May see. change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Math, it's fine. Yeah, um, I bet. But, yeah. Heck, yeah. What about you? I'm Chandler Fryer. I am from Ottawa, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, just past uh, Chattanooga, you're coming from Cookville. Um, I am actually double majoring at Tennessee Tech in agriculture. 
Uh, the concentrations are agricultural engineering and agribusiness management. So, okay, that's know. complicated. Yeah, I can't it, say much. I didn't one. go to college, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a mouthful. And then what about you? So I'm Evan Winnie. I'm from New Hope, Tennessee, in Marion County. Okay. Um, I'm also a freshman at Tennessee Tech studying electrical engineering. Okay, so we have three engineers as the team. So you guys, for everybody who uh, doesn't know yet, which no one does, you guys are going to be the crew that's going to help us film. You guys are also going to be on camera as well for our Cruiser Outdoors YouTube channel. So all the content that's about to be coming out, you guys will be the people behind the camera and in front of the camera. Sounds like exciting. You guys excited for this season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time to lay some down. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> I mean, my mouth is salivating, dude. Yeah. I'm beyond ready. Especially with yeah. the 55-degree weather. Oh, man, Ooh. it's starting to feel so good. Man, I left I left all my sweatshirts at home, though. It's That's problem, okay, man. So. Academy, we got an academy. You'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll be able to yeah. get hooked up. Yeah. Saturday morning. First day. Hey, something's going down. That's, I hope so. Better I still, me nice. and Chandler still got to figure out what we're going to be doing for Saturday. <laughs> but what about yeah. you, Jace? Saturday, I'm going out of town with the organization back on campus. So I'm really bummed about that. <laughs> so you're not even going to be hunting. <laughs> well, I've already hunted this year. Kentucky's uh, deer season opens. And How'd that go? Terrible. So, um, <laughs> I, I, you know what's terrible about cell cams? It makes you look like an idiot, you know? <laughs> you can look at it and be like, oh, there's nothing been showing up for two months this time. And get hungry, get lazy, and ready to go eat. And then 10 minutes later, you know, there it is. Someone, someone shows up. It's yep. pretty hurtful, but, you know. Holy. That's better than being in the tree and looking at your deer on the camera and you can't see it. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. did that happen to you last season? On the velvet hunt this year. Oh, gosh, yeah. man. Yep. Yep, target buck just standing there. It's five minutes too late. Holly, that's more than more action than what I got, dude. I didn't see anything for yeah, velvet my this deer, year. My deer absolutely disappeared this velvet season. I'm sitting here, like, opening the fifth Little Debbie, and he's texting me, dude, my, <laughs> my shooter's in front of me, but I just can't see him. Oh, gosh. It's a bad day when you've ate five Little Debbies already. <laughs> <laughs> and in a deer stand. Yep. Yeah. Golly. All right, well, cool. Uh, everybody... This is kind of it for the Cruiser podcast episode three. Uh, Hunter, come on back up in this with me. Jason, I'm going to get you to move. Yeah, sure. The, uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, Mr. Hunter, do you have anything else you want to say before we head out? He's getting back on the mic. Do what, man? you have anything else you want to say before we head out? Man, good luck to everybody. Be safe. And, uh, man, I hope them target bucks fall like dominoes. Yeah. All right, well, appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next.